Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 68 of Ed Finkler's Development Hell podcast. I'm your special host, Chris Harches. I hope you're having a fine evening. Edward, are you there? I'm here, Chris. I wanted to say Tom. I felt like Tom would be a better <laughs> would would be a better name for your character right now. I'm here, Chris, and it's great to be here with everybody. I know that it's almost Thanksgiving, and I was wondering, Edward, if you had any plans. Yeah, we're going up to my parents tomorrow, uh, my wife and I, and uh, going to get crunk. Uh, is that a thing still? <laughs> going to get. Uh, Torn up on turkey, probably. I don't actually. I don't know what. Whatever food shows up, uh, we're gonna eat it. Um, there might be some Brussels sprouts. My mom makes excellent Brussels sprouts, by the way. I'm, I'm assuming that you're driving. Uh, yes, because it's about two and a half hour drive away. Oh, I thought uh, I thought your parents were a lot further away than that. No, no, um, no. But anyway, it's that time again where Edward and I get together and talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Um, but uh, and this time, unlike last times, we have uh, unlike last times because <laughs> we've never ever had a guest on the show. Clearly, because we are professional. Um, but before we get that, yeah, like Thanksgiving uh, for our American listeners. Of course, by the time you're hearing this, Thanksgiving will have come and gone. Given Ed's schedule, this probably won't be ready till like Christmas. Yeah, it'll be like um, Boxing Day by the time this comes out. But then, you know, because you got Christmas, Boxing Day, and you got Wrestling Day right after it. Oh, Wrestling Day. And then you've got yeah. um, Greek bath, Roman bath, Roman bath. I always make it Greco Roman. I mix it up. Greco Roman bath, so that you have some of the old school and the new school. Greco Roman bathing. I'm not familiar with that sport. Uh, yeah, you make out with some dudes and then you go barf. That, uh, that sounds pretty hardcore, actually. Not not from the making out, from all the stuff you ate. They have a really nice oh, yeah, also, plus plus the, plus the steam from the from the bath. Well, really opens up opens up the pores, and then yeah. you know all that jumping around and stuff. It's it's inevitable. All that activity makes you hurl. Yeah, jumping. That's it. Yeah, jumping. Air quotes. Jumping. Uh, it looks like jumping when you're watching from afar. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so uh, really otherwise. Otherwise, yeah, that went a very dark place. I don't place. think we should have done that. <laughs> well, you know, we can always edit it out and post. That's how yeah, this is. What you need to do is, I think when you edit that out, you need to like find like the, get a sound effect for like the needle scratching across a record. Just go, <laughs> and like edit that all out. So yeah, I, can, I, look, I can surely do I'm, that. I'm looking forward to hearing out on this thing. But anyway, we do have a guest. We'd like to welcome the lovely and talented, and she was at PSP World with me, and Ed is never, ever being invited to come ever again. Nope. It's Samantha Quinones. Very nice. Hey, I'm in Canada. We're very multicultural. We, you know, I appreciate we have, that. Yes. It was only a little patronizing the way you said it. It's fine. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it's better than you're used to. You didn't call me fucking quinoa, so I'm happy. I actually did not. Whenever I saw that word for quinoa, I didn't know how to pronounce it. I was like, well, quinoa? Yeah. People say that about my name, too, though. Yeah, I actually didn't even think about it, but yeah, I wouldn't have known how to say it, so I'm glad that... <laughs> so, uh, all right, you two, settle down. So, uh, Samantha is a longtime friend of the show, as in she's uh, friends with both of us. So, yeah. Samantha, why don't you uh, tell the uh, two and a half people listening on the stream uh, who you are and what you do and why you think we wanted to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I, I'm me. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an engineer, and I work, uh, I work at AOL. I do AOL things, and I think probably you want to make fun of AOL, because why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, that's, that's kind of my guess. Also, looking at the show, I kind of peeked at the show notes a little bit, so uh, I have kind of a I kind of have kind of an idea where this is going. But no, I, I'm I'm, a, I'm an engineer, um, and I, I've known you guys like uh, you guys were both at like the first conference I ever spoke at, and you were really really nice to me, and I love you guys for that. So I'm sorry. Yeah, don't worry, that won't be repeated. No, it never has been. But I hold on to that one memory like deep in my heart. Yeah. Well, you missed you missed out on all the drinking that went down uh, at PHP World um, afterwards on the uh, um, on the Friday night. But I guess you had gone because your mom was there because we got to meet some. Uh, yeah, Samantha's mom was there, so that was uh, must have been very surreal for her to meet all these uh, to meet all these people. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I imagine it was pretty strange for her. I, I uh, she had wanted to come and see me give a talk for a while, and and uh, the the you know the architect guys were nice enough to to let her do that, and of course they let her go to like probably the most technical talk I've ever given. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel and like she got a lot out of it on a personal level. And they only charged her half price, right? <clears throat> no, full price. <laughs> full uh, price. But, right. but, That's what uh, I like about Eli, such a wise businessman. Full, pri- <laughs> full price for your mom to come watch you give a talk. Well, yeah, she buys a ticket. It's no problem with her going to see him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, strong I mean, play, like, strong play. Yeah. No, no, they, they were really nice. They let her, they let her uh, come and, and hang out at the Drupal party. And she, she was, uh, she's actually kind of adorable, like looking at all the vendor swag tables and like very politely asking if she could, you know, have a sticker or have like a little, little rubber tux penguin instead of like the rest of us animals who just show up and maraud. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was kind of adorable. Not like the rest of us just look at swag and go, bullshit. Look at the quality of this shirt. There was, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't tri blend. Fuck is this shit? I know. I'm, I'm. You know. I don't know who you got the. You know, Ed for the. By the way, Ed, thanks again for giving me the OSMI shirt because I wear that one very, very proudly now. And uh, it's made of mm. such like nice material. I was like, I noticed that one in the Code Climate shirt that I have are made of that same kind of material. Um, it's that's a tri really blend. Nice. Is that a tri blend? That's yeah, a tri it's blend. Very, very, it's very, very nice. It you know doesn't uh, it doesn't doesn't chafe my skin when I wear it. That, so it's pretty good. That one is. Uh... <laughs> Um, mine's front is an American apparel shirt. So I think it was made by, as far as I can tell, based on our advertising, uh, women who've been kidnapped and put in basements. Well, I mean, that's a pretty good business model. Yeah. As far as I know, yeah. profit margins, you know, gotta be really high. Just gotta keep them going. It's just a yeah. But no, the shirt's the nice and comfortable. And, and thanks again for, for the shirt. All right. So as Samantha mentioned, she works for AOL. I know we joke all the time that she wants to move up to being a, a big a data scientist for them, but <laughs> she needs she needs the AOL visionary hairdo before she can go and do that. For we'll provide a link in the show notes uh, to what the visionary looks like. Oh, that yeah. dude, that dude is so awesome. And, Digital and, uh, prophet. He is my hero. I know Samantha was telling me at uh, when we were having dinner when we did the little kosher con thing, uh, telling like he's, that's much like me. He's he's playing a role in public of being a visionary, whereas I pretend to be a nice person on. Twitter and um, and that in in the in the work environment he's a he's a taskmaster and a project manager and has everybody super organized. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's actually a really fascinating person, um, and I, I just I kind of want to kind of want to be Shingy when I grow up. Anyway, before we talk some more, Ed is lambasting me via private message, reminding me. <laughs> I think it's lambasted. Lambasting what, what? is uh, something you do to it, a cut of uh, mutton. Look, are we going to get into this about how Canadian pronunciations of words, just like it's uh, it's JavaScript? Yes, Java. That's a, oh, oh, that drives you. me nuts. Java. <laughs> you can go to Tim Hortons to get some Java. 
What are you? <laughs> I don't know what accent that was, Ed, but it was, it was like more of really a New Jersey. <laughs> Forget about it. Give him Jeff. Uh, hey, but uh, yes, we need to mention. Uh, we need to mention the people that help. Uh, I don't know. I don't think keep the lights on is what the right word, but motivates Ed to actually do something. Uh, edit the show. Yeah, the, pay for licenses. Right. Um, for things, our wonderful sponsors. We we are accepting new sponsors. Uh, please, please, please. We'd like some money. We, we are like money. sick of these sponsors. Yeah, we actually, I mean, we joke about it, but they've been sponsored for so long. We'd like some new people, and there's got to be people out there that want to, uh, you know, spend a very low uh, amount of money to get high visibility amongst very smart and discerning developers. Yeah, uh, none of them will admit it on the record, but uh, I think we've spoken to some of our past sponsors and said that of money they've spent to, you know, at different podcasts and different approaches, that ours was one of the few that actually, like, paid for itself. Uh, I remember asking some of our sponsors about that. Um, and then they said, we yeah, accept, but then I ran out of money, you know, so I can't do it again. So that was good. Um, so entrepreneurship. Um, our first sponsor is the ever present wonder network. Uh, fine purveyors of network testing tools, web uh, localization testing stuff, mm. uh, things that ping oh. you. What else you got? You got something for me, Chris? What else do they do? Oh, also, I want to say congratulations to Paul. He just got married to yep. his wonderful, wonderful wife, Allison. Yep. Uh, so congratulations to the two of you, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure Ms. Ansible will simply go on running the company like she has been. Yeah, that's my understanding. Um, I saw a picture of them in the pool. And uh, Paul was uh, shirtless and super wet, and it kind of made me uncomfortable. Uh, also, uh, it may have just been the angle, but uh, but I didn't realize uh, what Mister Reinheimer's hairdo is like these days. And you mean balding? Yeah, it just struck me as very odd. But you know, he's a he's a nice guy, and he hung out at True North for a bit, and. It was good, and his his wife gave a very wonderful talk on proper ways to document things. Right. I wonder if he will ever uh, share a hotel room with me again. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no. Oh, does uh, oh, does Samantha? I think we talked about that on an episode, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. The time where yeah, yeah he uh, pretended to be me and then started screaming at the concierge. Yeah. Um. So that was a good ZenCon. I that that may be why I haven't been invited back to ZenCon. Um. Anyway, uh, so yeah, blame Paul for that. But Wonder Network is a fine thing, and uh, I don't know if they're back from their honeymoon yet, um, but if they're not, you should probably send in a lot of support requests. Yeah, ask some questions like, does their service work for married couples and things like that? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure Will uh, will uh, appreciate all those, all those requests. Will Rogers. Will Power. Will Power. That's right, Will Powers. No, it's actually Will Roberts, I think. Rule Powers um, is a, a fine, uh, a fine man. I've never actually met him, but he set up a server for us, and uh, it works. So that's good, and it's streaming. In this, you know. in, I was saying, in this day and age, having a server just work is high praise. Actually, indeed. it is. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. Um, and then our other sponsor is Rove, uh, who is. Uh, Bringing you uh, production, a rove production, uh, a, a stage uh, performance, Jason and the Argonauts, and it's uh, 
though my understanding is that it's only it's rove employees who are acting out i guess the programming thing wasn't working out um uh marco said that it, they put aside all the doctrine stuff realize that that's and you know and and uh a dead end and uh they are just reenacting the uh the great uh greek epic as greek right what is jason the argonauts are you listening sorry i'm playing fallout i know that you don't work there anymore <laughs> it is great <laughs> See, she, she'll tell me uh yeah it's a it's a greek legend jason and the argonauts yeah yeah and um they uh, have to fight off like skeletons. I think I remember. Yep, the, that it's was part, part of the of whole thing. The the golden fleece, right? They went to go find mm-hmm. the uh, get the golden fleece, yeah. and in this case, it's actually the uh, fleece of a dead golden retriever. Um, <laughs> that is uh, is part of the tr- the tragedy. It's the you know, it's, sad mask, you know the the comedy and. Tra- the, it's the sad, the sad, the frowny mask, and that's what this focuses on. Yeah. And then, uh, um, that's uh, that's it. Uh, they got uh, Marco dresses up like in a in one of those like black outfits with the like glow in the dark skeletons painted on it, and uh, they're gonna gonna fight him. Yeah, because, I mean, they've been wanting to get that golden retriever fleece for a while. It's like, you know, one of the, the Rove's uh, quarterly corporate goals. So, I mean, they still got a couple of weeks right. to see if they can get there in time. Right. So I have, I have faith that Marco's going to get it done. Yeah. So community theater, I guess, is the new future for, uh, for Rove. If there's one thing Rove's been good at, it's just pivoting. You know, when something doesn't work, right. Rove quickly, quickly pivoted on to the next profitable idea. Yeah. Um, the web TV stuff didn't, didn't work out. The, um, software for Amber monitors, uh, turned out to not, they, uh, it was just the wrong timing that, that hadn't peaked yet. Um, uh, the, the dog farms, of course, we've talked about a lot. The, uh, Gary was on last time, talked to us about the, uh, errors in judgment. Um, but this, uh, is fine, and it turns out to bring in more people. Um, they're going to let you smoke in the theater, so that's the thing. Well, and, and the theater is going to be in a in a marijuana friendly state as well, so it's uh, you know, they're doubling up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing they're doing is they're just selling pot. Yeah, the Rove dispensary. It was. I mean, it's it was one of the last projects I worked on when I was there, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm very proud to. Waiting for the day that it see that you know that it opens up, and more importantly, I get my share. You get your you got your dime bag. You got your <laughs> no, quarter. No, it's like shopping bag fulls at this point. Oh yeah, yeah compressed bricks. This is not swag. This is the good stuff. That's right. right. High quality weed. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to go. Yeah, which is in Canada. You know, we have a very high standard for mm-hmm. for our weed. So I'll be I'll be I'll be I'll, I'll be looking at that and making some notes. You know where some of the best weed in the world is grown is Indiana. Really? That doesn't, that doesn't surprise me at all. Not much else to do. 
Between that and Gary, Indiana, not much to do. Oh, that is rough. Uh, Gary, of course, named after Gary Hawken. Um, <laughs> he founded the city. Yes. It, it, well, there's a large Welsh population. Um, That's why its original spelling is just G-R-Y. <laughs> no vowels. Gryllch. <laughs> Indiana. And of course... Of course, you know, Michael Jackson came from there. Can only help the... Uh... Anyway, we, we, just get, we could really get in trouble with some Michael Jackson and Gary Hawkins jokes, but let's just... Uh... Oh, I should say, actually, uh, I believe this performs adjacent to the Argonauts. Um, it, now, not only can you smoke in the theater, uh, not only uh, will there be a real dog uh, fleece, but uh, there will be a hologram of Michael Jackson uh, projected <laughs> on the stage. Um, it's not like a film of Michael Jackson per se. It's actually footage from the Genesis video game Moonwalker. Uh, and he'll just be kicking over and over. And yeah, Ed, we wanted to thank you for helping, uh, you know, helping us work on how to extract that footage. Because yeah. I know mm-hmm. from your extensive collection of consoles mm-hmm. and games, and mm-hmm. you know, we, we really we really appreciate it. We did that direct from the ROM. Artisanal. I don't know what that means. Anyway, so uh, these are the guys we got. Please, somebody sponsor, help out here. I mean, there. I know there's people with money. You got a... Uh, who do we know at companies? You got your code climate hasn't given us any money. What's that about? I don't know. I'll have to talk to MRB and say why they haven't thrown some money. At exactly. Us. Uh, who else? AOL. I know they've got lots of money. Uh, enough to keep paying the rent on, a, on a, an abandoned office from what Samantha was sure. telling us. Before I think the it's, show was on. it's filled with super mutants. Um, <laughs> uh, who else do we know? Uh, Samantha, do you have a chair made out of the old AOL discs? Oh, that'd be nice. It is. It's 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 like the uh, it's like the throne from Game of Thrones. Oh, nice, but uh, really uncomfortable. It's so shiny. Uh, it is. It's blinding when the sun pours through the, the giant windows. It's really magnificent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually have my own cavern at the at the the AOL offices. So. Oh, I like that. It's it's very comfortable. Yeah. It was just it was carved out of the side of a mountain. Uh, with Time Warner money. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Does, does Jake Smith have his own uh, have his own uh, cavern as well, or are you just lucky enough to have one? I, I'm I'm lucky to have one. Uh, Jake does not get a, a cavern. Uh, Jake has to. He, I let him hang out in my cavern sometimes. He doesn't ever come out <laughs> whoa, and hang out though. Whoa, it's, <laughs> is that a euphemism for something, Samantha? Because I don't you know if you really want no. uh, to go to that topic. He he doesn't he like fucking doesn't come out and hang out ever like I never see him anymore. He's too busy. It really hurts my feelings. <laughs> he is. He's that's cool. <laughs> busy I mean, spelunking yeah, somewhere. Fine. I'm, I got no problem with that. Spending his day spelunking, huh? Maybe I should. Yeah. Maybe I should talk to him. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's got something going on. I don't know. He's in he's in Oklahoma somewhere. I don't know. Uh, still, still birth Oklahoma, I think, or something like that. Well, some he, isn't the reason he's left is because they're under a continuous tornado watch. He's not allowed to leave. <laughs> they have been since since 1997. Uh, they've, been, they've been waiting for the, the tornado to strike. Jake's scared to come out of his trailer. <laughs> of course, what people don't know is that I almost worked at AOL, but that's a story for an, another time. <laughs> he goes, wow, still birth Oklahoma. Nice. <laughs> 
Nice. Wow. I usually keep it a little bit more PG on, on uh, the AOL Slack. A little bit. A little bit more. You, you a little bit more. Try to keep the yeah. Giphy uh, under control. <laughs> no, so Giphy will, Giphy will screw you. Like, you, you can't just slash Giphy in your corporate Slack. Oh, it's, yeah. It's no, not no, a good no, idea. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. We don't have an HR department, so it doesn't matter, but. Also, it's just sometimes the matching is like I try to type in Giphy no idea, and it uh, had some kind of GIF from Star Wars. I'm surprised it just didn't put your picture up, Ed. Yeah, that's what it is. It turns <laughs> out the new uh, Maymay is of uh, the new no idea Maymay. What the fuck? Did you just say Maymay? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just fucking with you. Uh, the new meme uh, is no, 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 just, Maymay. No, we're gonna yeah, make we're gonna this Maymay. Let's go with Maymay. The Maymay. The new, yeah. First you GIF and then you Maymay. Yeah, is is a is just a GIF of me floating around. Because uh, first you GIF in a uh, and like then a new Maymay. And then it's just a it's just a, a a GIF of me floating around in a NASA flight suit. No idea what I'm doing. So, on um, speaking of not knowing what they're doing, why don't you tell us what you do at AOL, Samantha? I think our sponsor section is over. Thank you, sponsors. <laughs> Thank you, Rove. Thank you, uh, Wonders Networks, uh, for your continued longtime support. And if we don't make it to episode number 69, well, maybe oh. the sponsorship section is the reason why. We are definitely getting up to <laughs> 69, my friend. Woo! <laughs> 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 69! A little, can, a little 30 seconds of CanCon there, somewhere 69. Do you know that when, he, when Brian Adams has big album, the Waking Up the Neighbors one, I think it was called? They actually, they have CanCon rules for radio up here. We're like mm-hmm. two out of every five songs have to be Canadian and they have criteria about what makes a song considered Canadian. Mm-hmm. And this album, which was like all the songs like co-written by him yeah. and produced by him, yeah. did, not quali- did not qualify as Canadian. Really? Because that's how dumb the rules were. Yeah, but is it as dumb as Quebec? Well, see, Quebec actually has its own music industry. So there are people who like actually have like long twenty-plus year careers just doing French language music in Quebec, and the rest of Canada is blissfully ignorant of their efforts. Right. I, th- I think we're all blissfully ignorant. Of well, that's that. how Celine Dion got her start. True. Really? As a as a teenager, I'm singing songs in French. As a teenager. Uh, uh, yep. Biebs, no Bieb, Justin Bieber. He's not French. I'm sure Amanda loves Justin Bieber because you're going to have him back. No, he wants to be with you, Amanda. Just to be clear, we are speaking not to some unmentioned person on the podcast, but to somebody in IRC. <laughs> some unmentioned person in IRC. Yeah. Uh, Whoa, yeah. that's a pretty big potty mouth on Amanda there. That's not very nice talking to me that way. Bubs. Bieber, you know, Bieber needs a mother figure in his life. I mean, you could. Yeah, he needs, a, he needs a mother something. I don't know. What yeah, that I means. wish we had his problems. All this money and all that youth. Yeah, it sounds terrible to me. I know. All right, enough about Amanda. Let's talk about Samantha. Yeah, Samantha, tell us more about oh, what you do at AOL. Uh, not 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 a whole lot. No, I I, I move data around. Really, I move. Mm-hmm. We capture just a ridiculous amount of data because we're an advertising company. And right. um, if you were wondering what AOL does now, that's it. We we advertise. Um, we own like a bunch of com. Uh, I, I'm kind of like hoping that as long as I don't, as long as I don't say anything worse about AOL than TechCrunch does, I'm going to be okay here. Okay, yeah, um, I'm sure you'll be. But no, so we, we collect all this data and I try to figure out how to like move it around and and use it to do things like figure things out. So, mm-hmm. 
it's actually a lot of fun, I guess. I mean, like, it's, it, it's, it's like a lot of data that's moving really, really fast. So we try to like draw pictures with it, which is basically what I do mm-hmm. um, most of the time, which is, I mean, it's like kind of like trying to draw pictures with a fire hose uh, filled with like dyed water, but it's, um, mm-hmm. uh, but yes, I mean, I work on the, the, I work in the brands uh, group on the platform team. So we're basically like the people that drive and gadget and all of those sites. Mm-hmm. Um, like the biggest thing that happened to me this week. And I, I don't know. You might want to um, sit down to like uh, some searches on Cambio.com for uh, for Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. We're returning content about Adele, and you know, like when that happens, I have to leap out of bed. It is a it is an all hands on deck emergency um, to to figure out what's going on in the search cluster mm-hmm. and returning Adele content when people. When people want their Miley Cyrus content, uh, last week it was she was the Beebs. The Beebs was was kind of screwing me uh, oh. last week. So it was, it was, it was, it was dicey for a minute. It was touch and go. I was worried. Um, I was worried that we just might implode on ourselves. But but I managed. Uh, I managed to, to pull it out in the end. Um, but yeah, that's what I do. I do I do search and I do data and and I basically set up elastic search clusters over and over and over again and then I shove a bunch of data in it mm-hmm. um, and then I get distracted and move on to something else. Hey, that sounds okay. So yeah, no, I really like it. For those of us um, who might be under a certain age, uh, what is AOL? Um, <laughs> for for those of us youngsters, clearly. Yeah. Um, so I mean, AOL is basically like where your where your parents went to um, to like chat with your grandparents' creepy creepy friends. Oh yeah, I guess it's like yeah, it's basically like where your parents first discovered porn. Nice, I like that. Yeah, no, so it's it, it's um you know it. We're we're a digital media company, uh, so like I said, we have like TechCrunch and Engadget and like a billion other properties. Huffington Post, I don't know, like maybe you've heard of it, biggest English language news uh, website in the world. Look, look, you're not on here to sell your company, <laughs> all right? I wish I could sell my company, which just sold for four point four billion dollars. That'd be great. I know, right? I no, I mean, so that that's that's what AOL is uh, is now. We we we. We put content on the internet, and then we put ads on the internet on the content. Do you guys um, do you uh, have like a softball league, and you play CompuServe and Genie? <laughs> uh, you know, Prodigy has dominated that league Fair enough. Uh, for two decades now. I think we all know the Prodigy uh, team. It's, it's a, so they got a bunch of ringers on that team. Well, they they all dope. Every one of mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. Uh, is just injecting steroids constantly. These Dominican. Uh, birth certificates say that. <laughs> I thought we were taking a weird left turn. Oh, plus, prodigy, yeah. plus, the prodigy has, an, has a, a so-called office in Venezuela. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, right. It's, uh, whatever it takes to dominate the slow pitch league, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's always one of Prodigy's quarterly goals. Whatever shell is left yeah. of Prodigy, somewhere they're so proud of the uh, the um, the media the media softball league, how their team performs. So yeah. it's all slow pitch in Venezuela. I hear now. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. Who's from Venezuela. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like a third of MLB also. Is, are they? It's a, they have a lot of Venezuela. No, they're not. No, like, not a third from Venezuela. <laughs> I say there's a lot. I know there's a lot of Dominican players, but they have yeah. some. There are, there are a lot of Venezuela. Well, yeah, you know, you have the, the big baseball countries. Fair enough. Venezuela and, and Dominican Republic, and Cuba, mm-hmm. and a few real shi- and, and a real a few shitty players from Puerto Rico. Yep. <sighs> How dare you? If I even mentioned that, 
That's a territory. We don't talk about that. It's true. It's like a protectorate. You know, uh, Canada could have come to our defense. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, Why? We thought we thought we were bros. That's all. Yeah. Guess again. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were part of the Commonwealth, but guess not. <laughs> not that type of Commonwealth. That's right. I mean, we also like putting gravy on things where it doesn't belong. So. Oh really? Well, you should tell me yeah, about tell fan. me more about gravy. We're big fans of gravy. Like we make a lot of stews. Like we're really big into oh, stews sounds, in Puerto Rico. Yeah, good. like we stew everything: stew beans, stew chicken, yeah, uh, goats, curry S- goat, kind of big thing. Sounds stupid. Can we move on? <laughs> lamb basting, <laughs> lamb basting. That's right. Goat stew. We do basting of lamb. lamb. Lamb basting. Yeah. God, you Americans are so uneducated. I don't even know what lamb basting is. Lamb basting. Next, you'll be telling lamb me bastard. colors not spelled with a U. Yes, not. Wasn't there like it was? There was one guy who like controlled the American Dictionary and like changed some things yes. just to stick it yeah. to the English. Yeah, uh, Webster tried to like I guess normalize all the spelling and mm-hmm. changed the because English needed that a little bit. <sighs> yeah, I don't know anything about that. I mean, wait, quick! What's the last letter in the alphabet? This is how you fuck you. That's the last letter. <laughs> It's, a, it's Z because admit it, a Camaro Z twenty four sounds better than Z twenty four. It it sounds ridiculous. It doesn't sound it cool at all. Sounds, Rolls off the tongue yeah, better. Z Z. That's the, that's the uh, question no. I ask if I want to know if somebody's a communist or not. I ask him. <laughs> I ask him <laughs> how many home runs did Roger Maris hit in that year? Sixty one. Sixty one. What what year was that? Sixty one. It was it was in sixty one. Okay. Yeah. And then go read a book. And I ask, what's the last letter in the alphabet? No, in the chat, they have it right there. End of the alphabet goes X, Y, America. (laughs) X, Y, Eagle. So so Z, I guess, is like a a communist shibboleth. Yes, it is. How you tell. Mm -hmm. Communist shibboleth. You know, we don't actually want our listeners to break out a dictionary in the middle of our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, please do not. America. I'm sorry, but it's, it's Z. Okay, we should go back. Because what what look at a movie, Pulp Fiction. Does he say Z's dead? No, Zed's dead. That's the name of a person. You wouldn't name somebody it's Z. A, yeah, it's a proper name. You don't name somebody uh, R. I was going to say like you, T, and I was like, I'd probably call people T. Um, listen, I'd probably call somebody listen, T, e, but like, then it was like Zachary or something. Um, Samantha, do you know the You Got Mail guy? Of what, personally? Yeah. Like, is he around the office? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, he, he delivers the mail. Oh, oh. Um, he, he brings us calls. No, uh, actually, his name is Elwood. Is that right? uh, does he, does he I deliver the mail on, like, one of those little rascal uh, assistant scooters <laughs> oh, now? Because he's got to be pretty <laughs> oh, old. He, he's, um, I have no idea how old he is. He's he's getting on in years, uh, mm. but he, he's still alive and kicking. Uh, yeah, around no, the office, you just randomly hear him. Just he yells out, "You've got mail!" Like just out of nowhere. They keep him. Yeah, no, actually, like uh, every time we move, every time we move a file, yeah, uh, he yells out, "Files done." It's great. They keep him in a glass case in the uh, lobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, no. I actually have no idea where he is now or, or what he's doing. But his name is Elwood. Mm, nice. Like yeah, like, so I think that's pretty awesome. He's one of the Blues Brothers. <laughs> I was just gonna say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for you millennials, that's a movie. Um, 
starring a very funny deceased comedian. So and James and and Belushi. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a little Dan Aykroyd joke for those following along at home. Dan Aykroyd humor. A little Aykroyd for you. Um. So he really let himself go. Genetics. Samantha, do you write any PHP? Um, I do from time to time, a little bit. Right. A little, little this and a little bit of that. Did you used to do more programming and now you're doing sort of more, it sounds like you're doing more ops stuff now. I'm curious about the trajectory of your career. So tell us everything. It's, well, if long ago I was a COBOL programmer on IBM mainframes and I used the ISPF editor. Checks out. Um, okay. which, uh, which is a million times more hardcore than Okay, than hold on. We didn't say show off. We said, tell us about your career. Yeah, don't me- those are two uh, different things. Don't mention that you used real programming languages and stuff like that, because that's not... I did. I, I've, I've written a S370 assembler. It's very exciting. Right. No, I, I, I used Could, to be a mainframe programmer. You need to and then throw stop. a trigger warning in if you're going to mention assembly. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, actually, I'll tell you. I'll, so you might have sympathy for me if I tell you how I actually got involved with PhD. I'd love to hear it, yes. Um, we uh, so this was uh, probably around, this is right. Or, I don't remember the exact year, but it was right around the time that uh, PHP five was coming out because like every mm-hmm. there was like the the internet argument over like should we go switch to five or stay on four yeah. was like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I needed to um, we had this application that did uh, did batch scheduling and it had just like a crummy like command line interface mm-hmm. that everyone hated to use and we wanted to have a, a fancy web interface. I was like, well, I'll use PHP because I don't have any budget and it's free. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I it. <laughs> it was free, and I, I used mm-hmm. I had to connect uh, to an Oracle database in PHP using the uh, the amazing OCI eight extension. It's like two thousand five. Oh yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, so I, I managed to do that without um, setting my my hair on fire, and and I uh, I did PHP. I basically transitioned to managing the the intranet uh, at that company for like five or six years, and it was all in PHP um, in a custom mm. framework, like you do. Yeah, that's um, how you do things. That's how you do things. Yeah, it was called Dot Nine. It was very, very wonderful. Um, occasionally, I still get calls from my former employer. Please come back. Support action. <laughs> Please come back. It's we broken. promise to pay you this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I did that for for I did PHP for for a number of years up until two thousand nine when I uh, when I, I got all huffy and decided to quit being a programmer forever. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, when I came back, I was doing Python. Right. And did Python for a, for a while, and then uh, went to a, a shop doing PHP uh, full time. So I came like came back into PHP like in the like in the five point four era, which was awesome. Like it, it was amazing because it didn't suck anymore, yeah. um, or at least didn't suck nearly as much as I remembered it sucked. Sucked less. Uh, but that was at Politico, so I, I Politico was transitioning from being a cold fusion shop to being a, a PHP shop. So I started right. there to. So they were moving. The PHP they were moving stuff. from 1998 to uh, 2000. Yeah, making the making the big jump. Yeah, right. uh, from 98 to 2005. Right. Um, yeah, so I mean that was actually really a lot of fun, and and um, I was happy doing PHP, and then I, I left there and I went to uh, AOL, which is also a PHP shop. Uh, I like the whole brand's platform is all PHP from from front to back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really. I don't. I work on the the platform. So when I say I do a little bit of PHP here and there, is when I'm working on the on platform stuff. Uh, but most of the the sort of data data stuff that I do is either in Java or Node.js, like you know, real real programming languages. Ah, I see. Yeah. Trigger warning. Java. 
Java. I know. I do it in Java or JavaScript. Do it in Java and JavaScript. And yes. You're both going to burn in hell. <laughs> um. So in a lake of lava. In a lake of lava. Need lava or something to get that. That was uh, from Pulp Fiction. Remember Zed? <laughs> yeah. uh, and it, they, after they shot that guy's head off, um, and they were going to wash their hands, it's like this soap doesn't work. I need lava or something. Uh, you said that, and I'm I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make you backtrack, and you glossed over it. Okay. So I assume that probably I shouldn't ask. But you said that you quit programming for a while. Can you tell us yes. what that was about? Um, yeah, I, I got ridiculously burned out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been at I worked at at one company. It was Visa. I'm not, I don't know why I'm trying to like pretend I didn't work at Visa. Uh, I worked at this one company, Visa, for ten years. I've and, heard of Visa. Um, yeah, you may you may have heard mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may owe them money i uh yeah after 10 years um you know so and also you know i was kind of i was kind of like a really shitty person for a lot of my like in my younger days oh okay Uh, so you know i just kind of like i just kind of like had a a breakdown and i i quit like walked out of my job oh oh. um and i went and became a dog walker for three years which is really a lot of fun well it sounds better that's sort of that (laughs) isn't that basically the plot of uh office space yeah yeah with less prison right you got a job outside uh, you bring your yeah, lunch i got a job outside right i, I did I, I ate a lot of um i ate a lot of dollar hot dogs from from the uh the sunoco station very good oh, uh, dog walkers don't make a lot of money mm. i feel like i should point that well, it out sounds, it kind of sounds like when you went back into programming it was more like a lateral move than really a promotion um yeah i mean i, I went from i went from being a from being a software engineer to being a senior software engineer when I made the move. Uh, but I actually took a little bit of a pay cut to, to dog walk. It was a, from, well, from programming position to programming position, not so much from dog walking to programming. Okay. Um, I, I don't know how you can take a pay cut from zero. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So these were just yeah, your dogs so, is what you're saying is they were. Yeah. I just hung out and, <laughs> and played with my dogs. No, actually, I actually, I started a business with my, with like, with my mom, we started a business together. It was actually a lot. It was really cool. Like awesome. I had actually people that worked for me, mm-hmm. uh, walking dogs. Like I had like a, like a dog walking empire that I was building. Oh, wow. I've seen that um, show. So I know what it's like now. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, I really, if I, I thought about it, I should have created like a reality show. Was your mom like cookie? <laughs> I actually don't watch that show, but I just know there's somebody named cookie on that show. Yeah, no, my, my mother my mother was actually uh my mother was actually an accountant like her whole life so she was like yeah whatever we're gonna set up a business i got like a fucking general ledger and shit Whoa. that was awesome ledger yeah it was amazing wow. yeah ledgers and and invoices and and uh debits and and credits and other accounting words and, that i heard her say and you hated computers so much that you just did it mentat style right Um, no, no, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm enough of a nerd that like the, the whole, I'm never going to touch computers again, lasted up about a month. Okay. Um, I, I did some freelancing and stuff during that time. I wasn't completely out of the, out of the world, right. but uh, what you're yeah. saying is you're lying about a big chunk of your backstory then. <laughs> no, my intention was to never touch computers again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, got to make that cheddar. Yeah. 
Instead, you, instead, you got the dogs touching the computers, just like Rove did with the iPads. See, this exactly. Is- I trained the dogs to write code. Well, um, see, here I thought our business model at Rove was really ahead of its time, but we, in the end, we find we were just copying some. Yeah, it turns out right. somebody's already tried it. That's not going to work, friend. It's just PHP. I mean, dogs can handle it. It's yes, fine. that's true. Uh, in fact, a, a dog is my mentor on uh, <laughs> on the PHP mentoring channel in IRC. Um, well, I'm sure the dog knows more about Neo4j than you do anyway. Yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, it was a choice between uh, Chris Harchis or a dog, and I chose an animal. The dog barks, and Ed thinks it's just saying graph over and over again. Graph, 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 graph. So you went to selling uh, tampons at AOL, and tell yes. us how you do that. Um. <laughs> How do we actually sell? Because we don't actually sell the tampons. We're not a tampon retailer. Okay. Um, what we do is uh, we sell. Uh, I misunderstood. Of our I audience. thought that's what you did. I thought you. Yeah. Were. It was yeah. like a, It's like that. You know, there's that uh, company that just that sells you razor blades on like online. They ship them to you, and it's way cheaper, and they're super high quality because they're made in Germany, yeah. like from some steel Absolutely. manufacturer in Germany. I assume you have yeah. something like that for tampons. Made from Nazi gold. Yeah, I you know I, I don't want to spill the beans, but we may be uh, we may be about to pivot oh. uh, into the into the direct marketing tampon uh, uh, retail so sphere. Sphere. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's going to be like kind of like what Kate Winslet? No, not Kate Winslet. Uh, what's the other? Oh, the one that's doing the workout clothes. Used to date uh, a Rod. Oh my god, my brain is. Oh, the one that's doing the, like the fashion the fashion exercise. Yes. Line. What is her? Yeah, I can't think of her name. I saw I saw one of the commercials for it recently. See, I went to say Kate Winslet, but it's not Kate. Winslet. Kate Winslet would not date a Rod. What are you talking about? Don't you, <laughs> don't you insult Kate Winslet that way? Madonna dated a Rod. Jesus Christ! Did she really? How did I miss that? Yes, she did for a while. I mean, not Kate only. Hudson. That's the name. Oh yeah, Kate. Kate Hudson. That's all you had to Kate say. Kate Hudson did date a Rod for a short period of time. No, that how do I know this? Because I'm a baseball super fan. That's why I know. Yeah, but Kate Winslet. Take that back. No, I won't, and you can't make me. She's a British acting legend. Is she British? I don't know. Maybe she's not. Yes, she is British. She is. She's in the that stupid Steve Jobs movie. Yeah, well, I meant was, I, I knew she was probably from the island, but I want to make sure he's British and not some other, one of those Long other Island? Things. Or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strong Island? Strong Island. Staten. Long, Long Island? Long yeah, Island? Exactly, Long Island. Hey, where's... Long where, Island. Which island is Manchuk from? He, I believe he is from the Long Island. The Isle of Lesbos, that's where he's from. Yeah, that's not the vibe okay, I get from nah, him. Long Island. Long he's Island. not from Staten Island. No, it's Long Island. And uh, I had a good Rikers talk with Island. Island. I had a good talk with him about the <laughs> Islanders, uh, I think. Uh, uh, that was good. That dude is awesome. Manchuk? Yeah. It's a good dude. dude. Is, Except when we were playing this zombie survival game at PHP World, he fucked it all up and we didn't play it correctly, but he only told us after we were like done the next day. He just fucking ruins everything, though. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I was really disappointed yeah. to find out that he's not as smart as he projects. <laughs> <laughs> Loves you, Chuck. <laughs> you know he's not listening. You don't care anymore. So, like, what kinds of... Like, give me an example. Like, what kinds of data are you collecting and to what end? So, I mean, you know, obviously we, we drop, like, um, like cookies... Mm. On on people mm-hmm. when when they look at our stuff mm-hmm. and 
and then we we kind of see where those cookies show up again in our in our ad network. So we 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 were on the demand side. Like I don't know if you're familiar with like the whole like advertising. No, we're not like demon hellscape that exists on the internet. Yeah, but, you should tell us about. Uh, it. We're on the demand side, so we're on the 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 like we sell. We're selling space on for publishers okay. to mm-hmm. people who want to advertise, right? So okay. we have all of our. Uh, brands that that we we sell that space that ad space and also like we can do it on for third parties and stuff like that. I so, see. Yeah. So. Um, so you wet your beak on third you know, parties we, too. <laughs> exactly. Okay. We get a little little dosh on the side. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, most of the data that we're collecting is just like you know some person from a and you know from an iPhone access this this. Uh, piece of content at this time and this is where they were located geographically if we can get that information from their their device and okay. and uh we'll drop a cookie and then like if we see that cookie keeps popping up over, we, we kind of like assign it a, a an anonymous unique id mm-hmm. uh, so we can track that cookie as it moves around and then we try kind of try and like if we see that you've been like looking at a lot of stuff about travel and then like we'll kind of like throw you travel ads stuff like that it's it's a little bit i don't know See, because of people like Samantha, the company I work for has to embed things into browsers to deal with it. Thanks, Samantha. Hey, when you said... I apologize, personally. When you said anonymous ID, did you do air quotes? Because I didn't see those. (laughs) So, I I will tell you... Non-personally identifying information, and I am doing motherfucking air quotes right now as I say it. Um, I, nor any of the other people who work in the, the data warehousing parts of the company the people that i that i work with um have uh, i i i i don't know like if verizon does weird stuff and i hope that they don't aol have since i've been there like one of the reasons i was comfortable with joining there um takes a pretty strong stance on like you know privacy and and trying not to figure out who is attached to that anonymous id hey ed do you hear uh, that that's the sound of someone backpedaling mm-hmm. yeah we don't we don't care who the person is. This bicycle doesn't have reverse on it. <laughs> you know, it's such a, you know what, for me, like someone I've, I've always cared a lot about, like about privacy and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's a hard, it's a hard area. AOL is, is, has had a history of, like, they've been a, a strong proponent of privacy and net neutrality. And is that an AOL branded shovel people. you're using right now too? <laughs> it is. Uh, actually, that's fine. I have no AOL swag. So thank you. I had to buy a t-shirt. So, I want to. I don't want to pretend like I'm using an AOL branded shovel without permission. Um, no, so I mean that's that's what we do. We we track people on the internet and try to put ads on their web browsers, uh, so that they'll buy tampons and Honda Accords. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and to my knowledge, we don't make any attempt to try and figure out who those people are, or do anything creepy with that data. Mm-hmm. I don't believe her. No, I no. <laughs> I, I, well, it, it, look, sure, sure. She has Elasticsearch clusters full of like data identifying everybody on the internet with the help well, of just, the, with the help just of the you, NSA. Yep. Just you, Chris. Trust me. Pfft. Yeah, because you're a foreigner. You know, we have to keep eye, keep tabs. Look, I surf the internet with links and with cookies disabled. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, wor- I'm working like for the Links Foundation now. That's my yeah. new job. Links Foundation. Yep. I mean, isn't 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 Firefox just Basically, links at this point. Links, no. links with uh, with nice Chrome on it. Uh, basically, yeah. It doesn't. It accurate. actually doesn't load graphics anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, I remember running Mosaic with like graphics turned off. Yeah, yeah you don't have to suck up. It's okay, Samantha. <laughs> I want to though. No. Um, 
I always love when you act like you're a million years old, and I think you're probably like four or five years older than me. Well, I'm 44, so you tell me. Okay, so you're more than, you're what, six years older than me? Yeah, old man on the Ooh. internet. Yeah, you're ancient. That's right. So, I think the thing, I remember I was at your talk uh, at True North PHP um, about something, I can't remember what it was, but it had a bunch of like big sounding words and stuff in it. And, um, yes, it's stuff that like, I feel like I'm supposed to know about, but I don't. So tell me more yeah. about that. <laughs> about the Hadoops and the, the, the hives and the pigs and the rabbits MQ. Yeah. You got your drinking from the fire hose and it was like, I remember you were talking yeah. about it. It was like, well, we tried doing it this way and then it wasn't fast enough. So then we did it this way and it was a little bit faster and then we did some other stuff and that was faster. So we kept fastering it and yeah. Um, and yeah. Okay. So yeah. there's this diagram that has beacons and rabbits and, uh, yes. and streams and vertica. I don't even know what fuck vertica is. I've never even heard of that shit. <laughs> what? It's a column database, isn't it? Yeah. It's column oriented database. Yeah. Yeah, who's smart now, motherfucker? Yeah, what, it's all columns, I'm no rows now. Is that what we're doing? No rows. It's all about the columns. Oh, okay. It's it's optimized to read by columns. So if you're trying to do statistical um, statistical queries. Oh, okay. I bet, we, I bet if we told Ben Ramsey that there were column databases, since he did that array column thing, he would just like explode in an orgasm of joy. Oh yeah, I bet it's possible. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I think one of the things that I remember was notable about this. I'm look. I'm looking at the slides now, and um, the show you the kind of shit to show the audience, not you, because you know the kind of shit you have to deal with to show the audience kind of <laughs> shit you have to deal with. There's a slide of where you, you're talking about how many events you process. Yeah. So you have like one event you have is it has about 40 different metrics in it, which is basically, which sounds like it's probably like some kind of key val pair or something like that. Yeah. It's a, a nested JSON blob. Right. Okay. And you deal with about 15,000 events per second. Or mm -hmm. um, I'm going to have to do uh, the, uh, I'm going to do it in the English way. Uh, 1,300 million events per day. Is that like a slide rule I hear going in the background? Yeah. That was the noise. <laughs> yep, that's slide. It's, it's the abacus. It's, it's abacus. fine. Yeah, so 1,300 million. Yes. Or 1 billion, uh, 300 million. And that's about two terabytes of those tiny little JSON blobs. Yeah. 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 They're between like one and two kilobytes on average. So if you decide, so what happens if you're just like, oh, I don't fucking care. And you just like, I don't know, just don't, like don't do your job one day. So there's like, they're just fucked basically is what you're telling me. And cause it sounds like, <laughs> you're dealing with just these massive amounts of data and yeah. And it was sort of, it was completely beyond me, like how any of that sort of worked, but I mean, I kind of got it, but it was sort of like the implementation details were kind of like, what? you know, so it sounds, and, and then I, I was interested to see how you're doing, how you did stuff. Like you have these streamers and receivers and, Stuff and and you push everything to Elasticsearch. I thought that was interesting. Yes, I love Elasticsearch. I have a love affair with it. Um, okay. Yeah, it's so. I mean, I guess the the, the problem. So we collect all the, that. That's all the data I was talking about. The tracking, like data that we're we're collecting from from people on the internet. Um, 
and it all goes into Hadoop. Like it just we dump it all into Hadoop, and you can go and run queries about uh, on it. But we wanted to get access to that stuff um, more quickly, so we wanted to to basically build a, a data pipeline, um, which is difficult to do at at, um, at, our, at that scale. So it's, it can it can go up to about thirty megabytes of data um, per second, which is which is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we had, like, I mean, there was a lot, like, even beyond what was in the slides, like, we had weird challenges of, like, having to locate uh, pieces of, of infrastructure that are going to be running code, uh, like, physically close to each other mm. in the data center, because, like, going over a switch would cause latency, and that would um, that would cause issues, and uh, thankfully, I don't have to work on it every, every day um, anymore, but it... it um, yeah, like if you turn the receipt, if you turn the the parts that the of the system that clear stuff out of the queue, mm-hmm. um, then like the whole system crashes in about ninety seconds. Uh, it just backs up and falls over. So, um, it's 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 fairly stable um, at, at this point. Like we've been running in production for I think about six months. Um, but yeah, it's it's like it was an interesting problem. Like I, it, it was uh, when I started working on it, I went out and did started doing research, and I couldn't find too many people that had to. Um, build similar infrastructures at the same scale mm-hmm. that we were uh, working with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, like, I ended up doing a lot of, of trial and error, which is what I kind of tried to capture in that talk, like that process of um, of trying, like, trying what seemed like it would make sense at the time, and and seeing how it it performed, and then realizing how stupid I am and trying something else. Derp. No, I did not yeah. think you're stupid, uh, but uh, because none of that would have occurred to me at all. Uh, but yeah, but I thought it was interesting just the and then how you got there and you were like, well, here's different things we could write stuff in. And that turned out you had to write it in Java. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's funny cause I'm a, I'm a node fan girl. Like mm-hmm. I really love writing stuff in node. I think it's great. Um, the pro the problem with node more than anything was just that it, it doesn't handle memory, mm-hmm. um, as well as I needed it to. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to use Java and just actually, um, ha- basically to have access to sort of native, uh, native data structures in memory, uh, really was the, where, where we got the performance. So you use uh, closure, yeah. right? Um, I would, I actually would like to. That sits on top of the JVM. Yeah. Yeah. We could use closure, closure on the back Scala. end, closure script Scala. on the front end. Do you call it Scala or Scala? In Canada. Oh no, I'm not playing this game again. It was bad enough <laughs> with the, the as I have to say it the foreign alien way, Java. Script. Java. My my lower teeth actually come out and jut out when I have to say Java. <laughs> it's Java and JavaScript. And yeah. then and the it's not the JVM, it's the JVM. That's why it's Java. Um yeah, closure closure on the back end, closure script on the front end, done. Handles everything you need. Done. Yeah, no, I've been I've been playing around with the idea of rewriting parts of it in in, um, in Scala or or in Go. Scala. Uh, Scala. Actually, I call it Scala if you must know, but yeah, like, like a like a good freedom loving person, I appreciate that. Um, but you know, I, there's always new things to work on, so it's kind of hard to go back and and uh, work on something that's that's in production and stable and running and and is is fairly simple and doesn't really need much added to it. So like. To go back and rewrite it is just kind of rewriting it for the sake of rewriting it, and then ain't nobody got time for that. It's like how every decent project in the world exists, because just someone goes and does it anyway. They don't need to fix it. Just go and do it. Yeah. 
just throw it over the fucking wall and be done with it. Because you could leave it on the JVM, and of course, that's one of the advantages to using one of these languages, right? Like Scala or Clojure or, or whatever you want to use, just stuff that sits on top of the JVM. And if, if we're going to diverge for a minute into programming stuff, I really think things like... I think that the JVM is is actually going to become more and more important. There was a really good blog post. I'm sure Samantha saw it, uh, Ed. I don't know if you read it, but where uh, a programmer talked about how he felt that we're kind of at peak dynamic languages. Yeah, and yeah, I the, read that, and I like how you're like. Yeah. I'm sure Samantha, you've seen it, Ed. I don't know if you did. Well, because you're you're, t- you're too busy in uh, Neo Four J land, uh, still slamming out the PHP, right? Um, yeah, uh, and and doing community stuff, whatever the hell that is, and um, burp, burp. just the idea that that uh, it seems like there's seems like developers are kind of de- almost, almost like demanding typed languages now because of the complexity and size of the things that they're trying to work on now, and and that dynamic typing. Um, um, seems like not the best fit. And they did a very interesting comparison of like they were doing things in Ruby and then they were doing things in uh, Clojure. And uh, the idea of uncertainty, I thought it was a very kind of interesting thing where they're like, yeah, Clojure's great, but they had to spend so much time trying to figure out like what actually were they getting back? And he, you know, the author did this really funny thing where they're working with some HTTP uh, client or library and like, and the thing sound well, of course, we've given you back a blah, 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 whatever it is. And the guy's like, yeah, but I don't know what that is. And, the, and, and Clojure's like, what do you mean you don't know what it is? And he's like, uh, screw it. I'll just put some debug lines in. Like, they're a good little PHP programmer and debug everything. Yep. I just, because you mentioned <laughs> about the JVM. I mean, I think, um, yeah. uh, I, I think as things, it, it seems like one of the more interesting challenges now that, um, mobile devices are basically outnumbering like laptops and, and desktops, that that's a whole different in target for platform for people to write stuff for. And it seems like with mobile being so important, scale suddenly becomes important. Concurrency becomes important. So languages and tools that let you uh, design distributed and concurrent systems while at the same time uh, leveraging existing resources seems like a very important thing. I mean, I'm not a big JVM fan by, or, or Java fan by any stretch of the imagination, but it just, it strikes me as very interesting that, yeah. That that I mean, maybe we are at peak dynamic language, and that people now need uh, typing, you know, static typing. And uh, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with the idea that gradual typing is not valuable. Um, but yeah. I mean, static types aren't aren't a panacea for everything. But um, it certainly strikes me as it adds a level of sanity that that it see that it appears a lot of developers need. I mean, you pay you pay a tremendous penalty. Um, with a dynamically typed language, a performance penalty, and it's it's something that you can't um, that you can't get around. I mean, like even I think a lot of times, if you I mean you you work with hack a lot, I guess, or, or have in the past. Like if if you could have if you could have static types from 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 the start, you could even get more optimizations out of the 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 um, out of the HHVM uh, uh, JIT, right? Yeah. And I mean, I think it's going to just become increasingly important because because performance in general is becoming important. Like there was this huge love affair with Python and Ruby as web development languages, and I think they're both fine languages. And I've done a lot of work in 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 Python, especially. I mean, it's like the I'd say it's probably the language of choice in the data science world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's slow. It's just it's just it's painfully slow. Um, the JVM implementations are 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 quite a bit faster. Um, but uh, you know, again, most of the performance benefit, most of the performance problems, I think that we see are still um, are still I/O related, and 
as much as I love PHP, I think that I mean honestly, I think that there's still a weakness there in its lack of ability to do um, to do to handle concurrency and to handle uh, specifically like asynchronous I/O. So I mean, it's like things like uh, like the asynchronous uh, like uh, SQL stuff that, that that exists in HHVM. I think. Like per, like the performance, the general performance of the two engines side by side, maybe not that much different, but the ability to do even some asynchronous I/O, I think, is like a huge win um, for HHVM that PHP should be looking at uh, very seriously. It's uh, I will say that at Graph Story, we have to push so much stuff out to Gearman jobs. Um, yeah, and it's just like, oh well, no, we can't just block the response um, to the user. So I guess we put it in a Gearman job and it's a huge pain in the ass to debug those too, which I, I hate. So I yep. hate doing, I, I, it, and it, it, and I don't like the fact that we're pushing it off onto a whole stack that feels obtuse that I don't really feel like I understand. Um, and I would much rather have something that, you know, like, like I, I, and you, there's little hacks that you can do. Like you can, uh, like I've tried to do them and, uh, you run some issues. You can do it in pure PHP. It's a little harder with some of the, um, like we were doing it in Slim, and it was hard. To, you basically, the way that the response system worked, just the way it built responses, just didn't seem to allow me to do this. But you can like, um, and you can send headers that basically say close the tells the browser to close the connection, and you send out like a body. And you can still keep that PHP process going, but you have sent a response back to the browser and said, I'm done browser. Don't bother me anymore, but, and still do it. And that's sort of like a poor man's concurrency because you can then still keep doing the thing that you want to do. Um, yeah. But you know, like there's some things like Guzzle can do asynchronous requests, but what I found was that, nope, it did not, it would not, it would still wait I was hoping it would somehow magically like just send the response and then just like, you know, and then it would just, you know, Oh, it's just going to do its own thing while it's waiting for the, you know, it process to go, but no, it doesn't. So you can put in promises and stuff like that deferred. And, yeah. and, and you, but you can't, it'll still block the response. It'll still block the process from finishing until you, I mean, you don't want, yeah. you, you it, just, it I mean. lets you use the, and like an asynchronous paradigm, but it, on the behind the scenes, it's still, Right, so it's still. Uh, I don't know. You guys should. Yeah. Did you not? Uh, did you guys not look at using something like React? Um, well, we could. I mean, so that's that's an option, but that's sort of like it's that's a, a, a decent enough architectural change. Um, now, I I came in, and you know, I've only been at, at Graph Story what six or eight months, something like that, and so they were already using Gearman and stuff like that at that time. Um, it might have made more sense that then we have react to handle jobs like that you know it might have or it might make sense to do that but you know of course now we've got a pretty significant investment in gearman so you don't really so it's kind of like is it worth it to switch all this stuff well, probably not yep sure yeah, you know but um but yeah if we were starting over um the first thing i would want to see is i want to write this in something that lets me kick off jobs really easily and separate them off from that process, right? That that and whether that's you know events, whether that however that's done, that lets me you know 
fork a process or whatever it is makes that easy so that I can I can just say, okay, this request came in, triggers a thing, but it's not going to block the response. I mean, that's the whole key. And yeah. there's just tons of that, like in, in what we do at Graph Story, because so much of the stuff is like, oh, you want to provision this, or you want to provision that, or even just stuff like, I want to track activity. So, because, you know, I want to see what the user's doing and, and kind of say, oh, they, you know, use their, uh, they use their stuff all the time. Like there's a bunch of activity on, they use their graph a bunch or no, they haven't used their graph like in 20 days or something like that. Right. Um, well, you don't want to wait for, you don't want to you know slow down your response just so you can record something like that. You push that off into a queue and you've let those things, you uh -huh. know, cause it's not, it's not time dependent for us. It, it doesn't have to be there. It doesn't have to be, you know, happen in a certain order. And so, but it's a, it's just, it does introduce a, a big p complexity into it. Um, and it would really be nice to not have that if you didn't have to. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, both React and, and Node use um, uh, LibEvent right. to, to manage that and, then, and to manage it in a single thread. So, I mean, it's, you can, you know, I think, I, I mean, I've, I've not, never built anything in production with, with React. I've played around with it a little bit, but I think you can follow the same kind of patterns of, uh, deploying multiple, uh, like clustering a bunch of Reacts together, mm -hmm. running on different different CPUs, right? Um, to kind of get like like a pseudo pseudo threaded model, right? Um, you know, I, I don't. I mean, like, there's when you move into concurrency and and concurrency with with streams, like you have in in Node, or I don't know, if does I don't know if React does streams, but Node does, and Java does, Java does. Mm -hmm. um, like it really it really changes it changes the way that you think about handling. Uh, processes like that, and it's 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 sad that it's not really available in PHP. I mean, it's funny, like you mentioned, we do like the exact same kind of hacky thing with our um, caching. So we'll re like we'll like return stale uh, data from cache, mm -hmm. and then you know close close send a body back to the client, and then the PHP thread keeps running to go and make a database call and and more you know update the cache stuff like that. So you kind of have like that um, like pseudo. Asynchronous right, yeah. stuff with PHP, um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I with React, you have some, you have that, that sort of side of same uh, asynchronicity that you have in Node. Um, but I don't know if if it doesn't implement streams, I don't know what kind of benefit you'd get for for like handling queues, right? Because like the way I handle queues in in, in Node is just. Um, you know, I let that stuff sit in a buffer, and I and I monitor back pressure, and it's actually how I scale. So when my back pressure reaches a threshold, I make more queue receivers. You know, mm -hmm. I sort of understand what that means. Sort of when the buffer gets too full, right? So I'm just watching to see how much stuff is in the buffer. Mm -hmm. um, when there's too much stuff, then I bring up another another suite of servers. Oh, yeah. That is, yeah. Jake just linked to what we. I forgot that was um, that was open source. So you can use our wonderful AOL open source package offload. Oh, hey, look at that! Oh. How handy! Let's take a look at that, friends. I don't know if that's any good. I don't know. Uh, so the, actually, the person who wrote this, Ralph uh, Relufi, uh, like I keep pestering him to start giving talks and stuff. He's one of the brightest. Uh, programmers like I've ever worked with, like he's he, he's really really uh, cool guy, and I can't seem to get him to 
like at least blog about the stuff that he does. He does a lot of really cool stuff. At, we, don't, at we don't need He's people making us look bad. You just tell that guy keep doing his thing and uh, on his okay. own. I'll tell him to screw off. Yeah, we don't need some. He's a good. He's just. He's a young. He's a young child. I think he's about eight or nine years old. He's a sweet kid, oh, though. Nice. Yeah, he's a he's a wee wee baby, wee. like like Jake. Yeah, wee child. Yeah, I met, I met Jake. He might be a child, but he's not really wee. <laughs> no, he's like normal adult man size. They grew up. I guess. Fast. They do. It's so sad. Does he wear those goggles every day to work? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Goggles. That's commitment. That's that's commitment. Or my Google. You know, when I first met him, he had like uh like like frosted tips, like like a little blonde frosted tips. Man, I'm glad and I now I'm glad I didn't work at AOL then. <laughs> Jesus Christ, fuck that guy. Wow. And every time I see him now with with his stupid shaved head, it just makes me sad because he just looks so amazing with the frosted tips. Oh man. Yeah. Man, that's that's the shit right there. Yeah. Okay. So I, I highly recommend uh, frosted tips for both of you guys. Yeah, actually. I, work I think on you that. can both pull it off. I can I can do frosted tips on my eyebrows. I think. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> it's. I'm finally growing. My, I'm finally growing my beard back after the shaving accident. So accident. Yeah, don't you remember? You're, you're so fucking dumb. You don't even remember when you saw me <laughs> at Two North. I didn't have the beard. You didn't even notice, did you? Yeah. What a, I picked, when I picked you up at the airport, whatever. and everything. Didn't, I don't know. Didn't even notice. Didn't even notice. Almost hurts. Almost. Almost hurts. I almost care. And then I realize who I'm talking to. I'm like, yeah, head like a sieve. So let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> uh, this is rough. Well, I guess I could talk about the Osme stuff if you want me to. Yeah, man. Talk some more about that. Give us updates on uh, open sourcing mental illness. You did. Uh, you gave your talk at True North, and that was mm-hmm. uh, we gave you the keynote slot, and it was most excellent. Wailing and gnashing of teeth as people started th- you- threw tomatoes at me and demanded a technical Man. talk. Yeah. Fuck your soft nice talk. And a nice shout out to me at the end, a very unexpected one. Yeah, the TFG. Yeah, TFG. This fucking guy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> It's very true, relating how yes, we're just a comedy podcast, but we're going to talk about a serious topic like mental illness, and right? Just, yep. And it's just snowballed, rolling downhill ever since. Right. You know, it's a uh, hey, I'm saving lives. What are you going to do? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, and then I I did the open sourcing mental illness talk, the that the sort of newer one that stronger and then fear mental health in the developer community. I I, I did that at no November. That's no November, like a week later. Uh, we went down to Nashville, uh, brought the fam. Uh, and they while they went to the Johnny Cash Museum, I... Because uh, Johnny Cash is a gangster. That was a good call. Yeah. Uh, I went to November and spoke there. And uh, I think it went pretty well. I also you did get yeah. to, you did, you did get to watch an Ember JS infomercial that was pretty good yeah you know it wasn't what I would have done for a keynote but that's okay you know like ask them to come talk about I guess I don't you know I don't know I just hey, hey Samantha Ed's on the same bike as you backpedaling I am backpedaling <laughs> uh, we should have gotten the tandem yeah I know oh that's a good idea so we can we have to do the same thing at the same time um <laughs> yeah so. Uh, 
I, so I did that, the sort of, I guess, the day one closing keynote, and uh, that was cool, and it went over really well, I think. Um, I made a joke about GitHub that I think made people angry. Um, but other Just told them you know Elizabeth. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I said that it only took them to get, like, 200 employees before they decided they needed an HR person. And people were upset by a comment I don't like think that. they actually were, but it's. I think I heard somebody sort of, like, they weren't as excited about it as uh, some of the other things I said. So, Well, only like a Silicon Valley frat boy thinks that companies don't need HR people. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I don't, it might have been a sore spot for some folks who felt like they were they got too much shit over it. I don't know. I wasn't there. Can't tell you. Anyway, uh, it, yeah, no, that, that, and that went really well. Um, uh, I should say I, when I was at True North, uh, I got several additional donations and we raised like another $750. Uh, Damn. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep. Uh, and I can reveal now that uh, Gary Hawken is officially a sponsor. Still doesn't get a t-shirt nope. though. Fuck you, Gary. No, nope, nope, no t-shirts for him. Uh, but his head is going to be uh, on the logo section. And uh, he said, what is it that he wanted this to say? I have to go look here. Uh, I think he said he wanted the name of his organization to be uh, Chris Harchis is a big jerk. Except you have to do that in that Welsh brogue. I can't. I'm not even going to try. Chris Harchis is a jerk. Hey, laddie. Uh, That's the best I got. Um... (laughs) That's not Welsh. <laughs> That's really not Welsh. Not even close. <laughs> oh, Gary, we really don't like you. <laughs> uh, at, I, I like you, Gary. Yeah. I like I like Gary and his um his uh, flexible Money? spending, so that he can send that to me instead of I don't know feeding a child or something. Mm-hmm. Um. I like how he pay, how I, I like how he didn't say anything when I stiffed him with my dinner bill. It was a true north. That was pretty good. It's like oh, I gotta go. Gary's gonna cover. Gary's it. got it. Like, Gary's got it. And just walked out. And, and Gary's like looking at me like, "Sorry, bro, I gotta go to the airport." And that was it. Zing. <laughs> it's awesome. Zam. There's nothing he could say because like if he said anything, I I would like invoke the. Uh, Code of conduct and as a sponsor, get him booted out. Booted out. He 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 raised his voice at me. He's out. He's out. Uh, yeah, so, but that's gone really well. And, um, I'm gonna, the next thing I, I, I have put in talks to a few different conferences in 2016, but then the next thing that I have on the schedule, uh, is ski PHP or skip HP, uh, or skeezy PHP as my wife calls skeezy it. PHP. Yeah, I said, but they're Mormons. It can't possibly be skis. I went I out there, think and that. they didn't. I don't know. That wasn't a thing. Uh, uh, that I know. I saw Big Love. It can get pretty. You know, it can get pretty skeezy. I've had some. I have some stories from uh, from Salt Lake City. I have heard. I think I was reading an article in Rolling Stone once, or something like that, and they it said that uh, these hair metal bands always said that that Salt Lake was the craziest crowds. Oh, I bet lots of repression uh, and let all this emotion, let it all hang out. Let it all hang out. Lots of let uh, it all hang out. Yeah, 
maybe maybe we'll expand on this topic a little bit more in the uh, after show. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But because <laughs> I was about to say something, and I'm like, yeah, that's not a good. I idea. should bite my <laughs> we'll tongue. Save, we'll save it for when we're not broadcasting. I'm just gonna bite my tongue. And uh, uh, Chris, you got a new gig, so there's a new some new people to make fun of. Yeah. So. Uh, after uh, leaving uh, the fine folks at Rove, I've uh, landed uh, a sweet gig as a senior QA engineer at Mozilla. So I'm going to be working on the work for the cloud services team, basically writing lots of integration and functional and end-to-end tests for various services. The first thing, uh, basically it's a pretty small team, and I, we're talking about this before we were recording. Um, I'm actually like one of the youngest people on the team. It's a lot of a lot of older, super experienced um, developers on the team, and all of them are very, number one, very passionate about open source stuff and, uh, and community things, and also about testing. So basically our team gets embedded and works very closely with uh, development teams doing various services. The first thing I'm working on is actually a publicly available project um, called Kinto, K-I-N-T-O. And basically it's a, um, it's like a, it's a JSON data store, um, data store for like arbitrary data. So it's Firefox is going to be using it um, for things like, they're talking about using it for things like updating security policies and things like that, where they're going to kind of switch out what they're using. And then this data store, it's interesting thing. It's all written in Python, um, you know, actually really excellent code coverage. The team that works on it is all based out of um, um, in and around the Paris area. Actually, because I got invited to come out with them. Um, Mozilla has a very neat policy of their remote teams get together to do work weeks. Like, for example, in a couple of weeks, um, I'm going down to Disney, to Orlando. Mozilla's having a huge, uh, twice a year they do like a, a gathering. So a humongous chunk of the company will be down in Orlando um, working and doing meetings. And it's basically it's a way to like hang out with your team members because like 40% of Mozilla's um, staff are all remote. So like that's a humongous percentage. And there's like about 1,100 people, uh, engineers that work there. So a lot of folks all over the place. Um, yeah, they the team, they're going to be doing a work week in February in London. And they're like, yeah, Chris, since you're doing stuff with us, you should come to London. And I was like, man, London would be pretty sweet <laughs> on the company dime. But uh, my wife uh, has me on a winter travel ban um, just simply because she doesn't like uh, digging out from snowstorms. So I'm not allowed to go anywhere January, February, March. But um, yeah, so I'm starting with Mozilla. Still got my sweet four-day uh four-day work week, Friday's off, working from home. Um, but no more PHP for me at the day job. It's uh, mostly, they mostly use Python for mm-hmm. um, their testing, for their testing tools. Um, so I was playing around with nose test today. And, yeah, nose uh, is a nice uh, runner. It's funny, like they had some That's integration, cool. they had some integration tests that someone wrote already. And so I need to expand on those. And I went to run them and they ran so fast because, you know, I'm used to PHP units, not the fastest test testing tool. I went to run, I thought, oh, did stuff crash already? Because it ran really fast. Said, no, no, no. Like all the integration tests against like a real life server, they ran super fast. Right. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not used to this. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, Mozilla is a very interesting place because they have a very different, um, different focus from any other place that I've ever worked it, with it being a nonprofit and they have the community aspect of it. Um, it's, uh, it's very interesting and uh, it's going to be very, very challenging. A lot of scenarios, a lot of tools I've never used before. Um, but as people explain stuff to me, um, I find I actually know more than I thought I knew about some of these things. So it gives me hope that I won't totally fuck it up. 
And whether Mozilla will sponsor, I'd say the chances are approaching um, Zedro. Wait, what? Zero, like, Zedro. I'm making like a zero. Joke. I'm making oh, a joke. Oh, Zedro. Okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, keep up, Ed. Ah, uh, my bad. Yeah. So, um, let's see. What can I uh, come up with here? So, uh, like, it's going to be very weird not doing PHP as the day job because it's uh, 18 years worth of PHP as the uh, as the main tool mm-hmm. that I've been using at work. So it'd be very, very interesting. So, well, you can start crapping all over PHP too. Now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I did. I did it anyway. And nothing's going to change. Well, that's that. how you got the job, right? <laughs> Didn't they like make you, you don't like it, do you? <laughs> no, it's more like, Oh, you know, Laura Thompson. Oh, you're golden. That's basically how the whole, um, the interview went. So it was pretty good. Uh, but no, but never fear. I will still be out there, uh, doing PHP stuff. It's just simply because of all my books and other stuff. And I will still be showing up at conferences to talk. I'll just be representing Mozilla and, and Mozilla has a very, very, uh, good policy of, uh, supporting, um, uh, their employees speaking at conferences and stuff. So, uh, I will still be able to come out and uh, talk about stuff. I just will be wearing a Mozilla shirt and talk a bit about my work in Mozilla before I talk about the PHP stuff that I do. Oh, that so, sounds okay. horrible. Um, yeah, 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 it's horrible. So have you done much uh, Python before? Uh, I have. It's been a while. Um, back when, for those who follow my life closely, if they remember when I used to work for that sports data company, uh, when I built a, a fantasy sports um, platform, mm-hmm. For them, um, it was PHP for all the admin stuff and for the like um, user facing, and then all the all the uh, scripts that did the data collection and point scoring and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote all that in Python, mm-hmm. so um, it's been a while, but I, I understand more than enough Python to take a look at those scripts and get right in there and start doing stuff. So, um, I mean, basically all those kind of Python, PHP, Perl, Ruby. They're all pretty close. They're all following very similar type of paradigms. Right. It's just learning some syntactic sugar. But um, yeah, Python, and, and they have a bunch of their own in-house tools that they're using for things. So um, it's going to be a very, very, very different experience and uh, um, one that I'm looking forward to trying to plow through. Plow. You know, uh, when I started this uh, this journey of podcasting with you, I was doing a lot of Python stuff. Uh, that was when you were at Goodsey, right? No, it was after that. It was at Fictivekin. Oh, at the at the at the can. Shout out to my boy Joel. He just had a his thirtieth birthday. Was not too long. Ago. Yep. Oh, that young pup. Did, did you see the tweet where he was like he said he was at like the motor vehicle, the Ontario motor vehicle thing, getting his his learner's permit and thing. What the hell? At age thirty, you're suddenly going to learn how to drive. <laughs> all this time you're living in Toronto, going oh, I just took TTC everywhere. All of a sudden you need a car. Uh, man, I just work here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I'll tell you this awkward story about Joel when I saw him, but we'll do that in the after show thing. Oh, that's great. Some more stuff to uh, (laughs) some terrible story that we mentioned that we're going to tell, but don't tell him. Well, you know, maybe if there if some of these people want to hear this that would sponsor, we'd actually talk about some of the stuff on the show. That's a good point. We're gonna hold back we're gonna hold back the good stuff until we get a new sponsor. Yeah, no, that's true. We're gonna hold back. This is a uh, ransoms are effective. Super this is basically a terrorist action against It might have been. Pay us, or you don't get to hear the good stuff. Yeah, right, good stuff. But our, about our about our, our failings and how we're horrible human beings. But <laughs> but long time listeners of the show are well aware of that anyway. Well, I don't know anything else we want to talk about because we've been rambling on for like almost ninety minutes now. Ugh. What browser do you use, Samantha? Uh, Chrome. Chrome. Fuck you. Yeah. God of the Earth. Okay. Oh, no, I, I, 
It's okay. I don't care what browser you use. I don't care. It's fine. Keep I mean, using your, I just keep using your shitty browser. <laughs> I'm using Firefox. I'm using the people's browser. Well, you know, Mozilla's not. I, I have Firefox installed on my computer. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. You know, Mozilla's not just Firefox, though. It's uh, Firefox and several yeah. other projects that haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Zing. No, I'm just teasing. There's, uh, there's Rust. <laughs> you know, I thought we were friends, Ed, and now I'm on this company with a good mission, and now you're just making fun of it. I'm just jealous because I tried to work at Mozilla, and I had the worst interview ever. Oh, did you really? Yep. That, that sucks. Yeah. You have to tell me about that sometime. I don't remember that story. Yeah, it kind of sucked. But, you know, I'm better for it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, just keep an eye on my Twitter feed. I mean, they're, you know, I'm retweeting jobs. Maybe there's uh, you nope. know, like a data entry job or something that's right. So, there. okay, so you're working at Quiznos near Mozilla. And, uh, <laughs> and I guess that's this. It's, it's Quizadnos up here in, in Canada. Right. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I was moving around on the couch. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, I can hear. I can hear your naked butt rubbing on the yeah. cushions. Thanks, Ed. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I, I, I did get the fun experience of like working at a place that actually had like daily free lunch, and I was like, mm. just uh, having missed out on the whole dot uh, um, com startup nonsense because I'm basically a misanthrope. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a weird experience to go someplace like oh, that, oh free lunch. Wow. So like the first day I had like salad and some really cool like lentil casserole thing, and then on lentils. Tuesday they had some nice. Yeah, it was really good. Okay. And they had uh, some nice spinach and kale salad with some uh, with like some grilled chicken. Uh, it was. Good, are you gonna man. get so to the my, food? Am I gonna who's it what? Are you gonna talk about food at some point? Or are you just gonna talk about roughage? <laughs> the, the, this is the this is the food my food eats. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. A kale salad is delightful. It, is, really. it wasn't bad. I, I mean, I, I drank. I I eat kale all the time, and then I drowned it in dressing, yes. and they had like free cookies. And, just, and, uh, there's honey mustard free- dressing all over it, bacon bits, and <laughs> eggs, tarboiled eggs all over it. And they had free snacks. Like, and I mean, I learned how to use this really fancy espresso machine that they had there, and everything. And then I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I just, I'm like, yeah, I just do French press. Sorry, bro. And uh, and so then and then I and then I pull the power move. Uh, where I renegotiate the terms where I basically them boss, do I really need to be here tomorrow? And he's like, nah, you can go home. I'm like, all right, I'll see you. Nice. <laughs> today, today I was at home instead of uh, on the train with all the other poors. Nice, I like that. Yeah. Because it's American holiday, so everything shuts down everywhere. Oh, yeah, so tomorrow will be really, really quiet. Just all the non-Americans uh, joking about how they can actually get stuff done because there's no meetings. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> What the hell was that? <laughs> it was kind of like a sad trombone. Jesus. That was nasty. <laughs> no, no, no. There's something else that happened afterwards. It sounded like somebody electrocuted a rat. What? I didn't, it's I terrible. didn't hear that. Oh, man. Really? You'll, you'll hear it on the recording. It sounds awesome. <laughs> Look at uh, one hour, 29 minutes. You'll find it. Shit, it's pretty yeah. nasty. It's like, the tr- it's like you touched the third rail or something for a second there. <laughs> Yeah, I probably, I probably just, I lost time. That's probably what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Samantha, thanks, Hello. So, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's good. We like to have our friends on so we can talk shit about them and their employers. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the basic idea. Um, Maybe you could talk to them uh, about uh, sponsoring us. Yeah. 
Just yeah, absolutely. After they- throw us a couple of discs. Throw us a couple of free discs um, every month. Would be okay. Yeah. Uh, for those who have never seen Samantha give a talk in person, I highly, highly recommend it. Very entertaining oh, yeah. and inform and informative speaker. Um, I uh, I very rarely get to watch her talk because I didn't get to see her talks at Drew North because I was you know too busy counting all the money mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. and I think I was um, I think I think I was in such a super comfortable chair in the like developers lounge at PHP World that I couldn't get up in time to go see your talk. But I believe I've seen you give that particular talk. Um, before I think I watched you give it. I think you've given one similar to it at um, at Tech. I think, but I did. Um, I'm pretty sure I watched you the the Firehose one where you talked about all this stuff. And I've seen you do the varnish uh, rip through a varnish talk where you have like two hours <laughs> two hours worth of material and you cram it into 45 minutes. Um, so that's a very impressive talk. But yes, uh, watch for Samantha at other PHP and other conferences. You should watch her give a talk. Uh, um, does some really interesting stuff, and but more importantly, uh, knows how to communicate those ideas to other people. Oh, yeah, that's the last time you're ever going to hear me say anything nice about you. So relish. It. I, I'm so glad I have it recorded. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm going to play this every night before I go to we sleep. We recording. Sorry. <laughs> Death, podcast off. Death in the family. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Taking a mental picture. What's I gonna make fun of yeah, you? Yeah, I can, I can, I, I can say nice things about people. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have uh, chosen you to come speak at my conference if I thought you were useless. So there is that. Half useless. Glad I had a good time at your conference. Yes, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, oh, right, so hey, that reminds me. Why haven't you what, given me money? Yes. First off, that's Pete's job, not mine. Well, do I have to email Pete? I told you to. No, you said that we were gonna find out after you got your money from Evite or whoever it was. Eventbrite. Sure. I told you, send the invoice to Pete and Pete will pay you. An invoice. God damn it. Look, man, I don't make the rules. I just work here. Okay. And uh, we should talk about our sponsors. Yes. Thank you to our exciting sponsors. Go ahead, Ed. Well, our exciting sponsors include Wonder Network. Wonder, wonder, wonder networks. I need to get that monster truck voice. Sunday, 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 Wonder Networks, Wonder Proxy. Yeah, they do that up there too. Canada acts like it's all high and mighty, but they love monster trucks too. Hell yeah, we love our and monster trucks they too. love network testing tools and uh, site testing tools, uh, load testing tools. Uh, they don't do wonder wonder network doesn't do load testing tools. Do they? In fact, they do, friend. Uh, it's oh. called do 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 natural load testing, and what they do is it acts like it actually tests like a web application and can do stuff like loads the page, including CSS, JavaScripts, and images, fills out forms, including CSERF tokens, uses cookies, complains when things are slow. So it tries to act like a real person and not just like make as many requests as possible to one thing over and over and over. CSERF? Yeah, CSRF. Yeah, that's, yeah, not CSERF. Yeah, well, down here in uh, the fucking freedom land, we call it CSERF. Look, just because you call it C-Surf and Pawnee doesn't mean it's C-Surf. Yeah, it is. It is, buddy. It is. Whatever. Um, Zed. Um, Zed. You and the Syrians just keep saying that. <laughs> and. Wow. Zing. Oh, they're banned from Indiana. We can't do anything. But, um, it's good times. We didn't really talk about Puerto Rico. We'll have some at the back, and we'll cut up our ethnic background then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you destroyed me professionally, so yeah, okay. uh, next time, Fair personally. Enough. Yeah, we'll just get into all your personal issues. 
<laughs> There's a reason we don't have very many repeat guests. That's, okay. good point. That's a good point. Um, so, yeah, natural load testing, one of these things that like people, we were asking the other day on IRC, hey, what should I use and not Apache Bench to test my load? And uh, there was uh, some jovial uh, humor. And then someone said, Siege? Maybe use that. And then some folks said, you know what you ought to use? Natural load testing from Wonder Network. So you should go to wondernetwork.com and check out their natural load testing system. It's pretty awesome. And then the other thing is Rove. And uh, I don't know. I think they killed a dog on stage. And that is most of what I know. The tale of the Golden Retriever Fleece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So next community theater production. Yeah, be yeah. It turns out um, those weren't stage swords, and uh, a couple of the guys are now in the hospital. That wasn't acting. <laughs> it's LARPing gone wild, basically. Uh, do you, uh, you guys LARP? No, I, I gave it up for Lent. Not lately, no. I had an ex who was really into LARPing. Really? What was that yeah. like? Um, uncomfortable. Okay. Well, no, no, no. We're going to talk, talk about that next time we have okay. some Yeah, that's right. That's good. So, anyway, this, so anyway this has been episode number 68 of Ed Finkler's Development Hell podcast with special guest Samantha Quinones and uh, permanent guest host Chris Harches. Uh, as always, you can find everything we've ever done, the good and mostly the bad, on our website at devhell.info. Every single episode is up there. You can listen to it there, uh, along with Ed. Always make sure to pick a really awesome title and a very relevant graphic to go with it. Uh, there will be show notes. We have some really good ones. Uh, Jason, For this one, Jason the Argonauts, a link to uh, uh, Offload Library, a picture of what a AOL visionary's hair is supposed to look like. These are all high-quality things that really add to the DevHell experience. If you listen to us on iTunes, please rate the rate the episodes for us so we can pretend that we care and show these numbers to the new sponsors that I'm sure are going to be knocking down our virtual doors to get on. You know it. Uh, you can also you can also find us on uh, the Twitters at at dev underscore hell. You can find me on Twitter. I'm grumpy programmer without the U. You can find my friend Edward as Funkatron with the U. Thanks so much for joining us, uh, and everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Good night, Internet. Happy Thanksgiving.